right, and there we are, and we are out. Thank you, Jerry Ryan. Appreciate that. Thank you, Snake Eyes. Yes, Ripper, your your corner was very well received. I had a lot of people saying that they very much like Ripper's corner. We're gonna have to make this a thing. Maybe, but yeah. next time, you know, tell me beforehand. Yeah, I kind of came up. It kind of just happened. It kind of just, you know, it, it it was in my head, and I'm like, oh, cool. You know, we'll we'll do that. We'll go with Ripper's corner. Um, yeah, I, 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 heads up would have been nice. I agree. Um, but improv, you know, improv. We'll we'll get you Not set up. With some, we'll get you set up with some improv lessons. Okay, uh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Un unscripted makes it better. It's good. Um, <laughs> but it's good. No, I appreciate. I think you're great at talking. All right, when we have conversations, no. Ripper, I love our conversations. I think our conversations are incredibly intelligent. I think you're a great communicator. And 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 all I picture is a beard, like down to your belly button. All right, that that like that is like perfectly trimmed and and clean, and probably smells like forest. All right, that that's what I picture when I talk to. That's what I. You right, right. Meow says Ripper has a sexy voice. All right, I'm tired. I'm tired of being the only. I'm tired of being the only one around here. I'm tired of being the only one around here that people say, "Oh, you got a great voice." Nah. No, nah, it's not just me. Not me. I'm surrounded by a great team. Uh -huh. Surrounded by a great team. All right. Ripper, is this a man crush? Listen, we we surround ourselves with well-spoken men on this show. Do we not truck and chick? We got Gregor, okay? Gregor comes in. Gregor's got a, a demanding voice, all right? Wham comes in here. He demands attention, all right? Uh, Ripper comes in here. He, he strikes you down with his cold intelligence. No, I'm not saying that, chick. I'm not saying that at all. I'd love to listen. You're you are the mother hen of talking trick. Like like you you keep us all in line. You keep us behaving. You've got that that loving, motherly, gentle voice. The one that says it's going to be okay, everybody. You you got the one. You got the voice that that just exudes calm and and relaxation. Okay, are you are you okay? And lighting candles and smelling the forest that is Ripper's beard. It's like it's like you took Ripper's beard and you turned it into a candle. You turned Ripper's beard into a candle, and now it smells like the evergreen forest in the Talking Trek studios. That's your role. You're throwing up so hard. Give me a break. You know that's your role. Listen, she sends me a message. She's, I, you know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you how much of Mother Hen all right, Truck and Chick is, because she keeps me honest, okay? Truck and Chick is the mother hen. Uh, this is, hang on, let me see if I can find this message here real quick. Uh, first of all, because um, we communicate, she refers to me as her CC. Um, it's, I, I don't, it's not my show, okay? Uh, she says, I do not consent to this. This is funny. Um, she, so she writes me yesterday. She was like, She's like, hey, what time are you thinking for the show tomorrow? I want to block off time in my calendar, all right? Because I need to make sure that I'm there to keep you, you know, keep you on point, which she does, okay? She does. Uh, so th then we talk about it. I told her, I told her what Panic said about the jackpot, okay? And, and she came up with the other ideas, the Christmassy stuff, so we could give away. She's like, you know, hey, this amount of money, you can't unbalance any economy. They should be okay with this. So I took it to Panic, and Panic was good with it. So Chick, good job. Okay, good job. All right. Then uh, she says, well, hey, well, you know what? What about we do this or can we do that? And, and you know, so we're talking about ideas. And then uh, she was talking to, to, uh, to me about uh, talking to her alliance about why they should listen 
to the content creators. All right. And, and she said, I told him that it's real work to show up to the podcast every single time that I'm, that I'm into it. There are a lot of hours poured into my CCs. That's what she wrote. Isn't that sweet? There's so many hours poured into her CCs. And, and, and she even acknowledged that they make fun of her possessive pronoun usage. Okay. Um, and, and, uh, but, it, but it's true. Okay. We belong to you. And she just knows it. Right? She just knows it. So, uh, you know, then we had panic on the show and she's trying to reschedule. By the way, chick, you rescheduled your calendar so that you could get here for the panic show. Because, by the way, we forgot, didn't we? We forgot that Panic was on the show today. Panic reminds me. Oh, there's no we there. Okay, that was me. You're right. That was me because I never told anybody. Panic reminds me at 4 o'clock this morning because at 4 o'clock this morning, all right, it is 10 o'clock his time. And he's looking at his calendar for the day. And he's like, oh, hey, got an interview with DJs today. So he sends me a message. And I don't see it until I wake up at around 7 o'clock. And I'm like, well, holy shit. Okay. Holy shit. Panic remembered something and I forgot. So then we had to make everything, you know. So anyway, listen, all I'm saying is it's, it takes a community. It takes a village. Isn't that what they say? It takes a village. We got Gregor. We got big country. All right. They're my, they're my, uh, what's, uh, what's Conan's Conan's, uh, sidekick guy that always fills in for him when he can't make it on the show. Okay. And then, and then we got, we got mother hand here. We got Mother Hand and Truck and Chip. We got Ripper, who's the brains of the operation. We got Snake Eyes, who punches all the buttons and keeps everything on a clock and makes sure technically everything is working. All right. By the way, Snake Eyes apparently needs some Christmas loving from you guys. Okay. Uh, yes, Trap Lord, send me your player ID. All right. Send me a player ID. You do get a Constellation Prize. Uh, we're hooking you up with 200 G3 or G4 Uncommon Materials or G4 Uncommon Parts, or 200 Spore Drive Components. You do get your choice. It's a consolation prize. Even though you didn't win, we're still hooking people up, okay? So, um, yeah, just send me your player ID, and I'll get you set up. All right, so it takes a village. It takes a village, and I'll say this. Snake Eyes has been with me since day one. He's been with me since the absolute beginning. Some people some people think he's grumpy sometimes. Right now, he's bah-humbugging me, all right? He's bah-humbugging me because I like Christmas. But he is my brother. I love him to death. I was very worried about him when he had his medical thing. Uh, yeah, Admiral Dad gets it too. Tell him to message me. Oh, Admiral Dad gets nothing because, you know, no, nah, I mean, I guess technically he won. He, he, was, he gets a consolation prize. He just didn't get any points. So Admiral Dad hooks up too. Send it, have, him, have him PM me, Wicked Witch. He is, he is a grumpy old man. He says it's okay to be grumpy though. And it's okay. And I, I'll say this. And, and we're and and I'm I'm recording, which it wouldn't matter if I was not. I've said this to him a million times before. I love that man to death. I consider him like, you know, maybe like a stepbrother. Maybe not like a real brother, but like you know, like a solid stepbrother, <laughs> <laughs> like a good half brother. Okay, like like one that you like you're really excited to see, but then you know, after he drinks all your crown, you're like, okay, you can go now. All right. Um, <laughs> I love him to death. He is absolutely instrumental to the show. He does so much work. You guys have no idea. And then, of course, our moderators, Wicked Witch, Truck and Chick, Steven Zarin. You guys are the best. Thank you. Um, as we approach our holiday season here, I'm just uh, I'm kind of motivated to reflect on that and just say thank you. We are Snake Eyes right at about a year, right? Didn't we officially go on the air in December? 
I, I always think that, uh, yeah, I mentioned Stevens, Aaron. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's a great beard right there. That That's what I picture Ripper's beard looks like. Honest to God, I, that's, I, that's what I picture. Ripper, is that your beard? I'm not going to comment on that. It's so your beard. Oh, my God. We know it. I know it. I bet it's even red. Is it a red beard? Do you have red hair? You strike me as like a... I do not. No? Okay. I, I th- you know what? No, he's got a soul. It was a little bit of a stretch, but I thought it could have been a ginger beard. Okay? Could have been. I no, wasn't, I'm I, the ginger here. I wasn't convinced. I'm the ginger. I wasn't convinced. Uh, Snake Eyes says our very first episode aired December 19th, 2019, which basically means uh, this coming Sunday will be our one-year anniversary. And uh, And gosh, what a journey. What a journey it's been. What have we done to this show in the last 12 months? What have we done for the community? What have we done with Scopely? What have we done for Scopely? What have we done for the community? And look how our community has grown. We've got over almost 6,000 people in this Discord. We Our metrics are insane. Uh, it, it, it's to the point. I, I never would have dreamed. Honest to God, Snake Eyes, did you ever guess... We're at 64,000 downloads. 64,000 people have, have downloaded our shows. Our YouTube is up at like, uh, like 1,700 subscribers, and that's been on the air for like two, three months. All right? And, and we've got uh, 76 patrons, 76 people who spend money every month to support this show. All right, we we picked up our first business client less than a month ago. People wanted to pay money for us to ad, for for them to advertise on this show because they wanted to talk to you guys because you guys come out in full force and I mean how blessed how blessed has has this show been this year and I thank you all I thank you all it's super cool. Uh, obviously I've said this from the very beginning. We couldn't have a show if we didn't have an audience and here you guys all are absolutely unbelievable. Thank you. Hey, let me answer a couple questions. Jellyfish and disco cruise. All right. So Nick Burns, let me start with this because a new officer is coming to the game that I really, really love on the baby jelly. Okay. Oliver, you good? Okay. I love this officer on the baby jelly. So when we get target practice, ladies and gentlemen, I love freaking Ash Tyler on the Baby Jelly. Now, Wham, we know that the Baby Jelly is technically considered a Federation ship. So, Merrick and Krell work really, really good. Okay? They always have. As a matter of fact, I think one of my most popular ones is a Yuki Marcus Krell on the Baby Jelly for the Baby Jelly event. But I'm here to tell you I'm now contemplating whether or not Ash Tyler could be better than Krell. I think Krell maxed is still going to edge out Ash Tyler. But Ash Tyler, if you have huge officer statistics, if you got huge officer statistics, Ash Tyler is stupid. Ash Tyler is giving you a flat damage bonus based on the percentage of your stats. And at tier one, it's 50%. So if you've got 20,000 attack stats, then he's adding 10,000 damage per shot of the baby jelly and on with the baby jelly's base damage only being 1200. All right. That is a massive, massive boost. So I'm really digging Ash Tyler right now. Uh, so I would agree with you, 
uh, I love Ash Tyler in this uh, perspective, but if you're fighting stuff like, let's say, the Tala, if you have Sharv, it may be more effective your Krell. It depends if your Krell is higher than your Sharv or not. And if you're fighting uh, the Fendra, uh, Kang may be more effective than uh, True. You know, your Krell. Now, right? So a, it's really a, situational. It is. Which officer is higher for you? In a baby jelly. I just use Harrison on, and, and Mirek on my, on my Tala and... Your jellyfish dies before a lot of people bring talas and harrison i'm not i'm not a big fan i don't worry about the fenders the talas i do typically tend to avoid in my jelly because properly crewed they are devastating so i do typically avoid the talas i fly baby jelly for that event so i typically am going after jellies and therefore i am targeted i'm built for jellies um and that would be your marcus right what is a good counter for the jelly on tala Oh, uh, so Marcus would be great. Okay, Marcus is a shield pierce. Uh, yeah, shield piercing. So Marcus is a great uh, Marcus. Uh, well, like I said, Yuki Marcus Krell. I like Yuki Marcus Krell against other jellies uh, because you're shield stripping the jelly. And then Krell, if you've got him maxed, is, is amplifying your damage against Federation ships by 500%. All right. Uh, nothing better to do with saying Harrison is also another really, really good one. Um, I've not used Harrison in that event. Um, I've never looked. Are those short rounds? Like, do, does does your jelly versus jelly only go one or two rounds? My 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 teller kills about eighty percent of the jellies before they can shoot. Okay, so there you go. So if you're using a Tala against a jelly, then you're. So what are you using then? You're using uh, what? Yuki, Marcus, Harrison. You what? don't need Yuki. What do you use? What's your Her- crew? Harrison, Harrison, Merrick, and whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Harrison, Merrick, and Barrett. <laughs> there you go. You heard it first right here from Ripper. Ripper's Corner. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Harrison. Now to get Harrison. Yeah, Harrison. I Guys, I'm telling you, Harrison was a ridiculous scheme. I'm not even saying scheme in a bad thing. Like, just they knew. They knew. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that Harrison was going to come back into the game in a big way. Uh, so he's saying Krell, Harrison, and to summarize his quote, whatever the fuck you want. Right. I mean, well, if you're going to fight battleships, we, we discussed the Shar for uh, battleships, Char- Marcus yeah. for, yeah. for uh, uh, explorers, and of course, <laughs> Kang for interceptors. Ripper, right? I, so. I've got a question. I cannot find the whatever fuck you want officer listed. Is that a new release? Yeah, can't can't find that one. That's that's coming. Uh, but yeah, so for the baby jelly. Now, uh, the other part of that question was, what about crews for Lorca on a Sally? So Phoenix, Lorca. <laughs> Harrison that, again. Harrison would be great because you got your big first gun. Okay. Harrison, again, totally intentional, Scopely. Totally intentional and devious and, and kind of appreciated, but at the same time, kind of not. All right. Uh, Harrison has regained all of his value from, from early 2020. I, sorry, late 19, right? Wasn't he out in, in 19? Um, like March or his, April? His ship is the Sally, in my opinion. He's, that's his number one ship that he, he should be on. He's great in that ship. That's agreed. Uh, so, yeah, Harrison. Also the sarcophagus, if you have it. Sarcophagus as well. Uh, Captain Planet saying Lorca, Harrison, Curla. Works well for the crit big bang, uh, bang for your buck. And that makes sense because Gorkon uh, Curla has always been kind of the destination for, uh, has always been the destination for the Sally. But now that you've got Lorca uh, not relying on the critical hit, you know, 
from uh, from Gorkon, then you got Lorca as a decent replacement there. So I like that. Nick Burns says Discovery Cruise for Black Jelly. What? That what? What? I don't get it. <laughs> Discovery two things. Discovery Crew for Black Jelly. Uh, yeah, here I got it. Embenga, Barrett, and Ston. What the hell is this guy smoking? Ston for well, synergy. Why is, he, why is he talking about <laughs> what Discovery well, officers well, let's break this down. Black Jelly? I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I'm not, I don't... What is Discovery Crew? You're, you're talking Discovery Crew members for the Black Jelly? None. I don't like any of the Discovery Crew for Black Jelly. All right. Yeah, no. I don't like any of the Discovery Crew for Black Jelly. I mean, possibly. That's not true. I'm not, I'm not saying none. I mean, listen. I Saru? I'm having a love affair right now with Ash Tyler and Saru and, and Giorgio. Okay, I am. But I think that they belong on a battleship. I don't like them on the, on the, I don't like them on the Jelly. Cool, of course, let me rephrase. I, I haven't got a lot of experience with them on a Jelly because my Jelly is still freaking Tier 1. So I'm not flying it. So I'm still flying my Augur. And for me, Saru... And uh, Giorgio and Ash Tyler are freaking stupid lethal on my auger right now. Like, they've replaced my I, entire auger crew. I'm using a full Synergy Discovery crew on my auger, and it is stupid good. Stupid so good. So, the I'm standard crew for a Black Jelly is usually Kirk Spock Khan. Would everybody agree with that? So, if you're running Saru, Saru negates Khan, and since he's your only damage officer, you will own them. If you put Saru against Kirk's I mean, the, the jelly in general is not very good in PvP anyways. No, it's not. Unfortunately, it's not. It is a better <laughs> armada. Uh, it's a better armada ship and certainly not bad for grinding hostels as well, uh, especially upper level, long-lasting, like long battle hostels because you're getting the damage uh, increaser and you're getting the damage increaser in armadas. So um, now listen, jellies, just because of their sheer power, are going to overpower, you know, lower ships that's not a thing but but if you took if you took a jelly you know let's say you took a a a four million jelly versus a four million enterprise okay the enterprise is going to take it all day all right all day um so enterprise alone a seven million jelly if crew great that's the problem It it could is that a problem though we've always talked about wanting overlap so you know i don't i don't see that as a problem I don't see that. It's as the a only problem. ship that has that uh, significant overlap, though. You know. Well, it's the only late. But you are right. You are right. I should take that back. It's uh, the, it's probably good that it's that way. Yeah, it's the late model ship. It's the latest model ship that has that ability. But if you go back, even the baby jelly, that was the transition ship. And again, it could be beat by Talas, and it could be beat by Voclases, Um, You know, but it it was able to transition between those two successfully. So. Uh, anyway, NC says Yuki Marcus Khan on an auger still is one of my favorites. I don't disagree, NC. I, that, that was my standard before burning. All right. But see, here's what you're giving up with Yuki Marcus Khan. You're giving up the obliterator. And now that you have a good burning officer, that obliterator is making a huge difference for me. All right. So I'm using Saru because by the way, NC, you're right. A lot of people are still using Yuki Marcus Khan. A lot of people still using that. So with my Saru, I'm negating your con. All right. I'm using Giorgio and I'm getting the burnt, the obliterator fires, but you don't get the accumulator. You don't get the accumulator. And, and not only that, you know, the burning, which is 1% every single round. 
All right. So it depends how long the fights go. Yes, Spock. I use Saru's against enterprises that don't go very far. That's true. And it depends what you're fighting too. So if you're fighting a D4 with an auger, even the helmet crew is effective. It is. Right. So and and I like Saru as captain because in two rounds you're done. Like literally, literally in one to two rounds, you won't hit me with a you won't hit me with a critical anymore. All right. Your con is completely negated with my Saru. So I, you know, hey, Yuki Marcus, that's fine. You're you're damaging my shields. My auger relies on hull. All right. It's not as much on shields. So I am going for damage, damage, damage. And that is why I've incorporated Ash Tyler. That's why I've incorporated Burning. And that's why I've incorporated Saru is to get rid of the big shots from the opposing con. So uh, that's that's why I've made that change. And Ash Tyler, he's doing he's doing good stuff. He's doing good stuff. On that auger, he's adding approximately, I think, Ripper, you and I decided he was adding almost fifteen to 20,000 per shot, per round, stacking. I mean, dude, in two rounds, he's throwing an extra 100 rounds, uh, uh, well, three rounds, he's throwing an extra 100,000 in damage. Per shot, stacking. So it's pretty big. I like him. I like him. And he is he is an officer that I'm focusing on out of the event store. I will take him to max if I can. NC, the obliterator only fires rounds two, five, and eight. Uh, and, and that is, I mean, that's three times. And if, and if I'm burning, then I'm getting how much of a stack. I mean, that stack is pretty significant. If I'm not mistaken, let me look, I got the game up 118% stack, which essentially is doubling my damage on the very next hit. So if I've got burning and I fire it in round one, my normal obliterator is already doubled. And then in round five, it's going to be tripled. All right, you say it's a stack on base. Well, okay, that's fine. What's the obliterator weapon at base? It's still pretty. It's still pretty damn good. Obliter. Yeah, it's a hundred thousand, dude. It's a hundred thousand. And if that's going up hundred and fifteen percent, I'm increasing my damage on that one shot by a hundred and fifteen thousand. That's huge. That's huge. And by the by the way, that's base. Okay, one hundred and fifteen thousand for the obliterator is base. Now, do that and stack Ash Tyler on top of that and make that cumulative. I'm telling you. The damage on that shot is just spectacular. I've got a battle log somewhere where I threw like a four, uh, like a, a, it was like a 3.6 or 3.7 million obliterator shot. I mean, it is insane. DJ, what tier is your auger? Uh, tier six, I think. Six. Seven. It's a seven. It's a seven. Oh, seven. Yeah, I got it to seven, but I'm I only have like two components. It's a level thirty-five, but I've only got like one or two components. <laughs> it's an expensive beast. And also why I have decided until Scopely I, I didn't say this on the show. Scopely Wham has officially denied my request to take the sarcophagus to tier eight on screen. I told him I would. You know, I told him that I thought it'd be important for people to see it kill a G4 ship. Because right now, it's not really there yet, right? I mean, I've got mine to Tier 6. There are some other people with Tier 6 out there. Um, and, and you know, it does really well against G3 ships, but it's still crumbling under a G4. 
So I told them, I said, listen, I'll take it to tier eight, which is the max that I can go for my ops level. They were like, yeah, no thanks. They were like, you can do it if you want. And I said, no, I'm not spending all that material. Not out of my pocket. No, sir. Not for, not for an event ship. So, well, are, are they saying they know that it won't be a tier four then? Or do you think, or? Uh, no, I think, uh, I think, I think they just didn't want to give me 5,000 rare and 15,000 uncommon, which by the way is what it freaking costs. And I'm not spending that out of my own pocket. I mean, that's thousands of dollars. So no, I told him if it actually would do what you expect, I think it would have been worth them for giving you that money or that resources. If it actually could be the D4, I think most people would buy in to buy this. That's kind of what I Um, thought. I said, I think you need to convince people. I think you need to show people that it can kill a G4 ship. And, uh, and, and they didn't, you know, maybe it's a little early. Maybe they do it next month. I don't know. But uh, I've gotten it up to tier six where it's now costing hundreds, hundreds of rare ore. And I'm not interested in spending that on this event ship. So my sarcophagus is as high as it's going. And I will be spending my rare ore on my auger moving forward. I just, I, I can't see spending thousands of rare ore on this, on this event ship. Uh, me, myself, and I, that's just me, you know. Now, if Scopely wants me to show it off, I absolutely will. But as far as I'm concerned, as a player, it's as high as it's going to be for the foreseeable future. Because yes, I'm, cause you'll, use, you'll use your auger more and more scenarios than you will ever. That's oh, so absolutely. And, you know, and this is why Ripper preaches about new currencies, folks, because I shouldn't necessarily have to choose. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have to choose between my auger and an event ship. But because they're both using rare ore, then I have to choose. And my choice is made. It's not the event ship. So, yeah, I mean, planets. It's slow to grow. Sca- scaling, scaling output of currencies would be nice, but new currencies is easier. New currencies is easy, and and I've always been a I've always been okay with that mentality. I'm not opposed to it. I know a lot of people don't like the currency, but I'm telling you, this is why you do new currencies. All right, because now players. I'm not are- opposed to new currency. The problem is they they add like five new currencies That's true. to just adding one. Yeah. They only need to add one to limit yeah. it, not yeah. five. That's true. That's, That's true. true. I, I, agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. But now what you've got, you've got players that are going to choose their auger or the sarcophagus. Well, what are you going to choose? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what are you going to choose? Because it, it, it's, uh, it's not the sarcophagus for me. What? What do you choose? Oh, you're so sweet. You. Oh, you cute. hear that? It's, it's not always three-star uncommon. And no, no. As a matter of fact, this is the first time this year that it has been. You know, well, I think the Discovery took a little bit, didn't it? Discovery take a little bit? Yeah, um, it takes a bit. Takes a bit. little bit. But uh, the, ter- you know. the territory research tree is no three-star uncommon. The, the Stella isn't. Yeah, the yeah, tree something. is, but the the ship itself isn't, which makes sense because you know. Yeah, you want to draw on this piece of paper. Here, you can have that, and you can have this pen. Don't draw on the furniture like I saw you doing a minute ago. He chooses you. He can have anything he wants. That's right. Hey, will you hand me that, please? I asked you to pick that up. Pick up the yes. Pick it up. Close it up. 
Thank you. But seriously, though, I mean, one currency, like, what is it, Tetherium that's used in the sarcophagus? That's sarcophagus. That's all they needed. They didn't need to add anything else, right? <laughs> Just add I mean, the Tetherium and limit it. Yeah. Well, the, here's why they or did the, or whatever. They did the Bacchanite. They did the Bacchanite uh, because they did specifically say that they did not want players running amok with the ship. It was supposed to be a limited-use ship, okay? That, that was their idea. Um, now they're increasing the bacchanite supply because they never they did say. I think we were say, talking about upgrades, not not repair. But well, so somebody had mentioned the bacchanite, and and that's why I'm okay with that currency because if you use tritanium, then it's unlimited use. Okay, so if yeah. you do if you do the bacchanite, that at least limits the use of the ship. The duranium, I'm I'm also okay with if you remove the the ore. You know, it, it could have been like Stella. Yeah. It could have just been. It could have just been Duranium. Correct. And, That's what and, I'm saying. And, and I totally get, like, if they use, like, G3 for stuff and then scale the output of events and other stuff, that's going to be a, throwing a wrench into their projected progression for general things because no special things don't... Well, they would have actually made more was a limited resources like Tyrium to level the ship ice using uncommon ore or yeah. common ore or whatever you want to say. Uh, it was a poor planning on them to make money, and that's that's my perspective on it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It, it's <clears throat> oh, well, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? One thing that really annoys me recently is that you have to go into like five different nested screens to do all your yeah the territory screen continues to throw me off it's so horrible it's like and five different places every day you have to like eh, go there then go back and then go into agreed throws throws me off a little bit yep i'm I'm not about that from the beginning threw me off a little bit i'm still getting used to adding the particle screen to my you know to my my to-do list in the mornings I, i got a routine in the morning, I start with helps, my gift chest. I always check my daily missions to see if there's any research or anything I can do uh, because I've been on a, big, on a huge research kit uh, kit here lately. Um, uh, by the way, Wham, I had enough stuff, and now that I was on stream and you guys showed me the best place to grind Stella XP, can't believe I was doing it the other way like a big old dope. I scrapped <laughs> two Max Stellas while I was on lockdown. Oh. That was hilarious that you were actually hitting such. I can't off. freaking believe it, V. Ready? Look at me, the teacher, the teacher, you guys, the pupils, and y'all schooling me on that. I I maxed two Stellas while I was on lockdown, so I got nine hundred thousand particles. And it's so I've crazy, been, isn't it? Why I've don't been, you share that with everyone who's here listening because they might not know what you're talking buddy, about, buddy? It's super easy. What you would expect to do anyway? Pike, Moreau, Chen, and Carpinen. All right, or, or or you know the normal systems. So what I was doing is I loaded up Talon, Goon, and Pike. All right, the three XP officers, and I went and I went to the level thirty exchange system all the way at the very very end. Okay, Silly DJ. I know, stupid. I went all the way out there because they were weak hostiles, and I didn't you know I didn't think that I would do as well with Pike Merch, and plus there were more hostiles, so I could hit more faster. My biggest complaint about Carpinen is that there's never more than four or five hostiles floating. Okay. It depends on how many ships are in the system. So the more ships, the faster they spawn. And the faster you kill them, the faster they spawn. 
So you want more people there. You don't want to deter from that. Well, not so my complaint has always been that I'm impulsing 20, 30 seconds in between a hostel. So I went to the level 30 system to, to try to go faster. Well, here's what I found. Even with all three ship XP officers, the amount of XP that I was getting off of one of those hostels was only like five or 600. All right. And I could probably hit three or four of them in the time that it could take for me to hit one. But so, in Carpinen, I'm getting between four and 5,000 XP per hostel. Carpinen has six spawn points. So if you pl- place your ship at the six spawn points, uh, five of your ships, you'll actually kill every second, right? You can just rotate. I still remember him ships. arguing with us about that. Planet, the, he says Pike Moreau Shannon warp it to augment and sleep. I do that. My ship never. I, on my server, too many people are doing that. And I've, and I have found. Somebody told me that if somebody warps in in between one of my hostels showing up, that they will actually take my hostel. And and it happens. Like I set an envoy out to auto auto grind last night. I got like twelve hostels. I got like twelve hostels. You and, try the and, upper left. Yes, yes, I did the upper left trick. I did it, man. What's happening? And I see it happen. All right, somebody else warps in, and if they do it at just the right time, then they're getting the bounty hunter, and I no longer get the bounty hunter. So what I've been doing, and I, I have pissed some people off, I'm going and intercepting their bounty hunter. If I just happen to check and they're parked three inches away from me, I go and I kill their bounty, and then I start getting the bounty over again. So, yeah, I, I kill their bounty, and then I get I get the bounty back for myself. But it's definitely not a, a, a set and forget. It's not an away from keyboard method of grinding anymore. I, I got like 12 levels on an envoy last night, So I mean, and that was the first 12 levels, which is fine. But I mean, I could do the first twelve levels in ten minutes. It's it's the last fifteen, that's you know. For Fed Space, ninety percent of them are set are set and forget. But Romulan and Klingon are not. They're more like sixty uh, percent set forget. So it's something Scoplay needs to fix eventually, but it's not probably on their priority list. But Fed is definitely the best place to. Uh, grind auto farm or do auto farming well i don't have i don't have any hostile fed systems so i'm screwed ah screwed they have fixed a lot of systems though i will give them credit i'm not chastising them at all they have actually made very Good improvements to how fast uh, or Snake Eye says I can go, auto farming I can go eight hours in the in the right system. I I don't I don't know about that man. I mean I, I can't go too high. It's just an envoy. You know what I'm saying? If I go too he high, he also does Fed. Oh, right. So that's what I'm saying. Is Fed has an advantage? Oh yeah, yeah. If you can go to a Federation system, then you can go for hours. You're going you you go to augment. See, if I go too high in augment, then it just kills my ship. I only get like five or six kills and then I'm done. So I don't know. I don't know. I've what had a do. jelly in 30 space for three and a half days and never never died. That's insane. That's insane. I can't I can't I just can't get it done. Auto grinding for me does not work out. And that's why I was so pleased to to go back to Carpinen and get four thousand. It was like thirty eight hundred and four thousand and forty one hundred xp off a 37 trader dude guys you realize from 44 to 45 is 200,000 xp just from level 44 to 45 is 200,000 xp i maxed two stellas 
while I was on lockdown. Now, granted, I played a lot of hours. I play. I played like you, Wham. I mean, I, I might as well have been retired the, the last week. All right, I maxed two Stellas grinding. All right, that was a lot of hostiles kill, but uh, it still was faster than doing it in the thirty level system or in augment. And so oh, that's what Trick is saying, though. So for everybody, Eclipse Space is by far the fastest, in my experience, for leveling a ship. So if you're not doing an Eclipse Space, you're wasting your time, in my opinion. Now that may not be true, but it's what I've noticed. Yeah. Uh, well, we uh, we shall see. We and that also see. depends on your research, right? So if your research isn't high with eclipses, it may not be the fastest for you. But if your research is in the sixties, it should be the fastest for you. Well, so that's what I did. So I got I got two two stellas worth of particles. I was able to jam out a bunch of research. My M number is now sixty two, which I was pretty jazzed about. William, ain't gonna lie, pretty pumped. Sixty two is good. I can visibly see a difference. I am hitting stronger. I am hitting more. I am hitting bigger armadas. I'm telling you, there is... I was at 44 before, guys. All right? And now I'm at M62. And it is vast. It is vast. So I'm telling you, I, I have really enjoyed my renewed push on Stella over the last month. I know I've told you guys I've been doing this. All right? By the way, I told you that I wanted a third Stella out of the event store. First thing I bought. First thing I bought. I haven't spent another drop of event store loot except for to get my third Stella so far. Okay? I, I, I've i done nothing. I haven't bought a single thing. Waiver is the best arc we've ever had. I haven't bought a <laughs> single thing out of the event store yet except for my third Stella. And I am... I basically took your example, though, and picked up uh, indie credits to max my con finding. Good! Good! I'm telling you, that I, I will probably buy the indie credits as well. Because now we've got new officers that are taking any credits. Uh, and I do plan on working on Lorca. I do plan on working on uh, Killy. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll probably do the same thing. There's 5,000 independent credits there. So, you know, I'm telling you, I, I, as far as the arcs that we've had this year, Wham, I don't know that I disagree with you. As far as arcs go that we've had in 2020, I am most thoroughly enjoying going back and working on the Outlaw arc. I didn't think that I would. You know, I really didn't like the story. It, it, as far as the stories go for all three arcs, it was my least favorite. But as far as mechanics with the MUDs and the Stella and the scrapping and the research and the benefits of the Outlaw Research Tree, I I am really, I'm finding myself now spending more time in the game working on Stella. Working no, on that scrap cycle. The Research Tree is definitely better than the Outlaw Research Tree. I'm talking about percentage-wise. Uh, a few of them, yeah. Any event yeah a few says, of them. So any event that says kill hostiles, uh, eclipses. Eclipse has it hands, hands down. I mean, there's no cheaper way to do it, especially of how cheap the Stellas are. Rogue rep is a slow grind, though, Morph. Yeah, you know, and here's the thing. I think, Morph, because I didn't, I didn't fully adopt it in the very beginning, I am behind you guys. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just now at M62, and I'm really digging it, right? Oh, I'm, but a I'm lot way of you... behind you, so let's see. don't worry about it. You see, that's a misconception. 
you don't want to grind rogue rep fast. Exactly. If you're grinding rogue rep fast, you're messing up. Oh, you because are. Because it gets more and more expensive. As a matter of fact, oh, Morph, I'm not partner either. I, as a matter of fact, I just hit known associate like a week ago. So you def- I'm not even that, DJ. Well, you definitely want to slow your roll, guys. If you're doing low, slow reputation, that's the way to do it because as the reputation gets higher, the loot, the uranium, and the credits get uber expensive. Uber expensive. Now, Morph says there's research that requires higher rep. That's fine. I'm nowhere near there yet, Morph. Nowhere near that. I got, I got 700 and some thousand particles, and my gateway is still the outlaw research credits. Okay, so I'm nowhere near Wait, some of that. Weren't you the one who told us to buy that research, though, to basically increase our rep? Oh, highway robbery is by far the... Okay, there's two things. Wait, which one? Uh, getaway pilots should be your number one thing in outlaw research. 100%. Getaway pilots. And after that, highway robbery. Yeah. Those should be the number my two highway robbery. My highway far. robbery is up to eight. Now, I, I, I do also... I'm going to go one step further and say, listen, highway robbery is great, but if you're dying all the effing time, all right, then you need to work on the strength of the Stella. So I've also been spending uh, key amounts of time on things like uh, Rogue Tactics. Uh, here, let me l- let me look at my store, and I'll tell you where I've spent the majority of my resources in the Outlaw Tree. Um, Anything that mitigation until you get 71%. Yeah. Once you get 71%, it doesn't matter what you do, because you'll always... You can use Keenzer and still get 10 kills on a 40 with a level 4 Stella, right? It doesn't matter what crew you use. Once you get your mitigation to seventy one percent, yeah. So I spent most on Stella Hall. That was a big in the first leg. In the alpha leg, I did Stella Hall, um, and of course, Anarchist Weaponry is maxed. Okay, those were the two that I spent the most time on in the first one. My Stella Weaponry is level ten. All right, so I did. It looks like I spent a good amount on that. Then I came over to my Beta. My Eclipse Defenses is level nine, which I spent a lot on that. Uh, Stella Piercing. I haven't done as much on yet. It's only level four, but my Stella Defenses, which is what Wham's talking about, bonus mitigation, is at level seven. Um, I did do Eclipse Targeting and Eclipse Weak Points at level two, only because I wanted to get over to the Kinetic and Energy Guerrilla Warfares, which I'm spending, I'm actually researching right now. I'm up to level seven. Those are really good. Yeah, I'm on level seven of Energy, and I've done eight of Kinetic. My Highway Robbery is eight. And I actually, I just started, crazy enough, I just started on ship component efficiency, which I should have been doing a little bit more all along. But ship component efficiency is gas, crystal, and ore for your normal ships. All right, I've only got it to level two, but I'm going to work on it. And then in the gamma leg, I'll be honest with you, the only thing I've done in the gamma leg so far, Stevens Aaron, is rogue tactics. I did merciless outlaw one, and I've done Stella targeting one. But those are very expensive researches, and there's not a hell of a lot after that that is super important to me right now. So I wanted to go back and really fill out the beta leg. So Stevens Aaron says, what should I do in the gamma line, top or bottom? I am probably going to say... Probably the top. Well, I don't know. I don't know. The bottom is based defensively on armadas, and I always think survivability against armadas is good. I don't know, man. The gamma leg's tricky because there's not a hell of a lot in there that can do anything for me anytime soon. So I, I, I'm working on rogue tactics because that's bonus damage and it's a percentage. 
So I've been working on rogue tactics, but that's really about it. I've been spending most of my time back in the beta leg. Now, uh, V-Ready, you said, wasn't I the one that told you to buy Apex Rogue Notoriety? Sure the fuck was. I sure did. If I could take it back, I would. But, I mean, that was... Yeah, that, that was... I'm um, talking about that right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. If anybody asked me, I would tell them the first leg, go to the top, second, the bottom, and the last one really doesn't matter. And the only reason I say to do the top on the first one because you get Stella Warp Drive. Most people cannot make an Armada, and they miss it all the time and jammed it was ridiculous how many people would not make their model because they did not have stella warp drive yeah right they were too far away so it may seem important to have that but if you're constantly going oh sorry guys i didn't make it in time or i died and got killed and didn't make it back it's because you did not have stella warp drive please get that <laughs> stella warp drive it makes a huge difference and of course getaway pilots is making a huge difference, which you can do with Apex medals. I've got my Apex to 14. My getaway pilots is 14 out of 15. So, uh, and I've actually got enough medals from the last Apex to finish it off. I just haven't yet. Um, so, and, and if you have a discovery with summonings, Stellar Warp Drive can be bypassed, right? As long as you're willing to use it, right? But yeah. if you don't have Stellar Summonings, not Stellar, sorry, Discovery Summonings, get Stellar Warp Drive. And, and he's right. In the beta leg, I do the bottom because of Highway Robbery. And like I said, that's a huge one too. And, and, and here's the thing. You get these things somewhat deep. Highway Robbery is on, is over 70,000 Stella Particles at my level. Tier 8 is over 70,000 Stella Particles. So, you know, maxing a, 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 and scrapping a max Stella at 470,000 Particles, it doesn't go quite as far as you think. But, I mean, with, with the Particles that I had, and I probably had 40,000 Outlaw Research Credits saved up because I wasn't doing anything. I was still redeeming every day but I wasn't actually doing the research. I was able to fast track like 20 researches and it's made a huge difference for me. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm halfway tempted wham haven't done it, but I'm halfway tempted to go buy the prime for prime rogue credit yield. So I can double my, so I can double my particles. I haven't done it yet, but I'm, I'm thinking about it. I mean, I have it, but the only only thing I'd ever tell anybody about Prime Officers. Other than that, everything else is your choice. Yeah, I'm thinking about Prime Rogue Credit Yield because it, it it will it'll double my Outlaw Research credits. I mean, literally double them every single day. So, and 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 that's my bottleneck. Like I said, right now I've got seven hundred thousand particles, but I'm down to four thousand Outlaw Research credits. So I'm thinking about buying that Prime. So that I can, um, I can, I can progress through this research a little faster, and I'll double the research credits by doing so. So that's. Uh, and for new listeners, if you have the opportunity to get two Stellas, never scrap your first one. Always keep it maxed, because you get that bonus for uh, having a max Stella. And if you choose to max it, you're you should put it in Highway Robbery so that you get it back really quick and you can build that Stella back up. Right, as quickly as possible. <laughs> but otherwise that otherwise do not scrap your first cell. Keep it at tier nine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh trick uh chick, yes, I am taping and uh but we don't really do gold anymore, so we'll upload this available to everybody. Uh Dragon Keeper says, Y'all have lost me on Stella. I'm telling you. Here's the thing, Dragon. We've done a few episodes on this and maybe someone can help direct you, but I I'm telling you, if I'm doing a year in review uh wham i i kind of you know I, I would never have guessed this when the art came out 
it was the least exciting to me. But now, in December of 2020, I find myself spending more time using Stella than I am using the Vidar, as far as board goes. Um, more than territories. I mean, I'm, I'm participating in territories, but but territories for me, for my alliance, is 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 a little sleepy right now. We've got our five territories. We've got our three particles. So now I'm just going in and refining every day. You know That's what I'm saying? That's because Scopely actually did a good job of designing that arc. They actually chose to make it go over what, about a year and a half to actually probably max the outlaw tree. So, and we're only what eight months into it, so maybe nine. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a long life on it, you know. And and people have accepted the fact that it's not going to happen overnight, but there's still fast enough progression in it that it is progressing. That people feel a benefit from it. So um, they did a good job. Yeah, I like I like it. Dragon Keeper says I'd love to use my Stella, but it's only tier one and can't fight the can't get the armadas to fight to get the items to upgraded. So we've done a lot of episodes on this dragon. Obviously, you gotta, you gotta. If you're only tier one, then you got some work to do, okay? But you also gotta be around a good team. If you're only tier one and you're Stella right now, I'm gonna imagine your team is not adopting outlaws, and and it's definitely a team sport, okay? It's just like territories. If you don't have a team that's gonna do muds with you, then you can't, you can't participate. You gotta have people around you that are gonna play. All right. Um, you need one person that can carry you. So make that make that friend of that one person that can carry you. Who's well, 60, and you know, uh, you know what's crazy? In my alliance at that time, that was Wham. Wham bought in on this arc full tilt and whirl from day one. And he had, I mean, what? God, I mean, I know you spent a couple dollars on this, and I'm not going to ask you how much, but wasn't your research like oh, you I'm were level hundred dollars in the outlaw tree. Your re- yeah, but your so research not, was like forty or fifty within within a month. Like you you were up there. Yeah, quickly. and that was the first four hundred bucks. So yeah, the first four hundred will get you that far in the sixties, and then after that, I I constantly bought Stella particles, but then I actually started scrapping my ships. So that's how I got the rest. And I'm I'm maxed right now. I can't get any higher based on my level or uh, tier, but that will change in a few days. Well, good. Congratulations. But, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not at the rep max yet. Uh, you know, and I'm not gated on that. I still have plenty of research that I can do. Uh, but I'll tell you, and you're right, planets. The first one is slow. The first one is slow. But I'll tell you this: after I maxed my first one, I've scrapped two more max ones since then, and I'm at tier seven on my next one. And I'm waiting. And I and I mapped this out. You know, when we did that math episode, Wham, I thought about it a little bit more. You know, I've got so much epic loot now. I don't even have to do single pulls anymore. I could do double pulls on Epic, and and guys, get this. With the rare and with the Epic, all right, if you can do enough of these, if you can do enough, you could max a Stella in 18 days. 18 days you can max a Stella doing double pulls on Epic. And double well, pulls on Rare. Those people have limited time. Concentrate on the blues. If your alliance is doing blues, always join the blue armadas, blue goo. The problem is is once you get your partner, the epic is way too expensive. It's like 120K or 110K per double. Agreed. Agreed. And that's why I'm saying I'm going to try to bank as many particles as I, or bank as much uranium as I can get right now. Uh, Stevens Aaron is, is kind of doing the same thing. He says, I do triple uncommon, double rare, and either single or double epic. 
I've been doing that. I agree I've, been, with that. I've been doing triple uncommon, double rare, and I've been doing single epic. But I've got so much loot right now. I think I'm going to do double epic for a couple of weeks um, and try to max out three or four more Stellas before I go to partner. Because if I can do that, then my uranium is actually cheaper, and therefore my particles are cheaper. So that's that's my plan. I may, and if I do double epic, you can you will have enough rare and enough epic to max a Stella in 18 days. That's not 18 pulls or 18 chests. Eight, that's six. Okay, 18 days if you've got the prime. If you've got prime, you should Stella find efficiency. out for the majority of the people if you single pull epic you'll be have enough to max your Stellas, uh, even if you're scrapping all the time. Yes, it just it just, I mean, it just takes 36 days. I mapped it out. It just takes 36 days. Yeah. I mean, you, you can max a yeah. Stella in 36 days. I just decided, given the cost of uranium and what I've seen a partner, that I'm going to do, that I'm going to do, um, yeah, like Jove says, you don't get enough epic directives to do double pulls at partner. And that's what I'm saying. I've seen the cost. I know that it's getting outrageously expensive, which is why I may start doing doubles now, Jove, just so I can bank up that uranium because I'm worried. Of, I, I don't want it to slow me down once I hit partner. But again, I just hit known associate last week. So my reputation, I still got a ways to go. And by the way, I'm still not buying. Uh, I, actually, I take that back for the first time in months. For the first time in months, I actually bought the rep credit and reputation bundle because I need the rogue credits. So I bought the, uh, what is it called? Exchange. Yeah, the exchange heist loot box is what it was. Um, and I bought that because it gave me an extra 800 rogue credits. And I and I, I don't know if I should be. I'm still 1.44 million away from partner. So I got some time. But I don't know if I should be fast tracking that. You know what I'm saying? But I need the I need the research credits. So what's my what's my poison? I can get thirty three hundred and seventy five research credits every two days, but if I also buy that box, I can actually I can almost I'm going up two and a half times, two and a half times. So I don't I don't I haven't mathed it out and time wise and all this, Jove. I'm just I'm not quite sure yet. You know. Not, not quite sure. Snake Eyes, on the other hand, says, I got zero interest in the outlaw tree. I, I don't know. I've actually really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed it. So it's example for, uh, I don't know if Snake Eye has the kill uh, homeworld traders uh, thing right now, but you can do that in, out, in the outlaw tree by killing eclipses in a matter of about five minutes. If you do it anywhere else, killing normal reds, it would take you over an hour, right? So... Killing forties with eclipses is what saves you so much time if you if you don't go kill the homeworld tra- homeworld traders or can't kill the homeworld world traders, right? So yeah. that's why eclipses and outlaw tree is significant, and it's cheap. It's so cheap. A Stella dying, it's like a thousand Stellas just to meet my faction daily, right? I mean, I use them to pirate people because because if they kill them, who cares, right? It doesn't matter. They're so cheap. It's ridiculous. It's like I can kill like fifteen of them is worth like one green ship, right? It's that. Yeah, it's, the it's, the, it's not it's not quite that for me. I think my auger cost. Well, it's probably close. My auger costs about half a million trite to repair. I can repair a Stella for eighty thousand trite. So what is that? Eight eight repairs for the cost of one auger. So well, it depends yeah. on what level your Stella is too. So if you're going around with like threes and uh, threes and twos and fours, you know it's a lot cheaper. But yes. So anyway, you know, listen, maybe maybe we look at the end of the year when we're doing our 
our year in review episode and we look and say, hey, you know, perhaps, perhaps the unsung hero of 2020 could have been the outlaw arc. And it's crazy to say because I, I did not enjoy it as much when it was active. I am enjoying it more going back through now that I'm not having to. And maybe that's part of the... Because pr- if you remember during that arc, there was so much data mining. You remember? There was so much data mining. There was so much just spend directives events. Like, it wasn't fun. There was no strategy to it. It was it was spending. You know what I'm saying? But now that I don't have to, now that I can do it at my pace, I'm actually enjoying it a little bit more. Hmm. Oh, I love it. Estella killing a miner, and then they finally get a, they kill Estella, and I'm like, okay, compare the cost, Let's see which was cheaper. And they get back Put to me like, down. oh crap, my miner was four times more expensive than your Stella. Yeah, yep. thank you. I'm yeah. thinking about doing something stupid just for fun. Ooh, I like stupidity for fun. What do you got no, in mind? I have not redeemed any of the uh, mission chests in the gift section. Uh, I have not yet either. Well, no, I did. I did so, my first one. So look, I've so got, I've got. My I have thirty, thirty keys. Uh oh. One chest is twenty-five, and the other is ten. Do you think support is going to fix it if I accidentally click on twenty-five? Well, wait a second. You're supposed to have a gift chest with the other five. I have not redeemed any. Yeah, so I've got a chest okay. right now. This says discovery for mission I do key. Not. That's only if you finished a way home mission already. Oh, snap. Ripper, yeah, don't yeah. do it. Don't do it, buddy. <laughs> don't do it. I'll tell you why don't do it, okay? Literally, mm-hmm. hang on. Hang on. I'm going to tell you why you don't do it. Because while we've been chatting here, while we've been chatting, I've been also chatting with the manager of customer service, and here was her quote to me. Literally, this is at this is less than 30 minutes ago, folks. Less than 30 minutes ago. We are following up with live ops to see if we can send out compensations. I was talking to her about the Nearheimer thing um, because they only sent out part of them. I'm going to let you know as I get more information. It was simply too many players for customer service to handle. We were extraordinarily overwhelmed. And, and now that you got tickets that are going in for this key thing because of what happened on the official Discord, I'm telling you, no, I do not think they're going to be able to help you, <laughs> at least not in a timely manner. Okay. Yeah. DJ, they, they will help him because uh, he'll get the extra five when he when he finishes that first mission chain. The, no, the that's the thing the he already did. Just for people who already finished. That's for <laughs> no, the chest was for people who already finished it. They, uh, if you look in the, no, in what, what, they what I'm in, talking about is getting the second mission chain, and then not having enough keys for the first one. And then he'll still be five short because he won't finish the first mission chain and get the well. Extra no, five he keys. he yeah, he won't be able to finish the first mission. <laughs> yeah, you got to finish your first to get those extra five. Yeah, so don't don't do that, Ripper. Because here's the thing: a we we He's were just being cheeky. <laughs> I know he is, but 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 he listen. Ripper actually likes that's what Ripper does. You know that's why Ripper is a criminal, okay? Uh, and why Ripper is so good at what he does for us. Ripper intentionally, he's not really a criminal. I, I tease him with that. I'm the one who gave him his nickname. Uh, Ripper is is a tester, okay? He pushes code to its limit. So he he literally is, uh, is, is somebody who looks for bugs. He tries to break things. And that's how we find stuff. Like, that's what he does, okay? So 
yeah, it, that's his. That's kind of his job is to think about things that are going to break the system. And and that's what I'm here to tell you, buddy. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to help you not quickly because they've already they've already <laughs> admitted that they're not going to be giving the keys from customer service. They've also admitted that they are extremely overwhelmed in customer service. Uh, we did not help that today. Um, I mean, it could happen to me right now when I just misclick, you know? It could. Accidentally. Yeah, it could. Accidentally, it could. And this is how people like Ripper have jobs. All right? Ripper is the kind of person who works for the CIA. He would never tell us he works for the CIA. But, but Ripper is the kind of person that the CIA would recruit because he looks for these avenues. Okay? He looks for things to break. So uh, I mean, that's that's his joy in life is breaking things that aren't supposed to be broken. So uh, yeah, no, I see what you're saying, and I, honest to God, I would I would I see your point. I don't think I would push that because I think it would I think it would be difficult. To come I mean, back the rewards are like, eh. <laughs> I know you can do it if you want, but I don't think they're gonna fix it for you. Uh, maybe I will. <laughs> I usually, usually I do the missions on the last day of the arc. <laughs> I'll probably do mine this evening. I'll probably do it tonight or tomorrow. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and grab my Discovery frame. Boom! The uncommon frame that was handed out to everybody in the galaxy. And I'm going to grab my Discovery 5 mission keys. Boom! And just so I don't screw this up, where are my other 20 keys? Oh, I haven't claimed them from Battle Pass yet. So I got to do my wait, Battle Pass the, event. The, the bug that... If you redeem the second one and not the first one, that is fixed, right? Yeah. Or did they just... I mean, they edit the limit, so you have to finish the first one to get the second one. So I guess the, the bug with the missions not really working is still there. So if I do it right now, the missions wouldn't even work. That's correct. You're right. They didn't fix the mission itself. They were just giving out the keys. So, so yeah, I, I would not... Uh, that's what I'm saying. I would not push your luck on that. Because it was hard enough trying to get them to acknowledge this particular resolution. So then, so then I have one mission chain that doesn't work at all, and the other one I can't get to. Not if you do it in the right yeah, order. Okay. Do the ten one first. Boaz says, "What percentage of players uh, do they say get the battle pass?" It's stupid high. It's in the seventies, I think. I don't know what it is for yeah. this month. It's been, it's <laughs> well, been, it's it's high. It's yeah. I, get, really I, I get what you mean now, Ripper. Because he can claim the second mission and he still won't be able to do it because he still hasn't finished the first one. Exactly. So he could take the extra keys and it's still not fixed for himself. Um, yeah. <laughs> but as I, if I'm not mistaken, last month it was like 70, 72 or 74%, something like that. I, I don't remember. Yeah, it, it was a majority, majority of players. I don't know. If I know that the, the mission is fixed if you do the 10 key one first, but I'm talking about doing the Yeah, you're talking about breaking first. the game. He's talking about breaking the system because that's what he does. He likes to break stuff. So, anywho, there you go. All right, folks. Uh, listen, we've had a nice extra conversation today that I didn't intend on having, uh, but nonetheless, we haven't done we haven't done a little extra gold in a while, and and so uh, we'll do that. And and like I said, maybe we'll do a little bit of streaming later in the week. Not tonight though, because I'm going to try to go grill some pork chops. Um, that that's my plan for tonight. Plus, I got to figure out what I'm going to do about work. And this test. Hell, I may be with you for the next three days. Uh, who knows? I may, I may be three days. I'm, I mean, I don't know. I gotta see what my boss wants me to do. I may be stuck. By the with... way, fun, fun stuff. I have vacation now for the rest of the year. Well, congratulations and enjoy your time off. I, I don't know what's gonna happen to me now. I gotta, I gotta figure out 
what my boss wants me to do. Like I said, the, the state says I'm allowed to go back to work. He may not let me. So I may be here with you more, and I may do some more streaming, and we may we may do some more fun stuff. Who knows? And I may go back to work, and I don't know. I'll keep y'all posted. But in the meantime, uh, we will uh, continue with our normal schedule as I've laid out. I hope you guys have a great time. Thank you for listening uh, to our extra coverage here on Talking Trek Live. This is what we call our patrons' coverage. And again, it's free to everybody. We, we, we talk about that in a little bit more detail. It's always a little bit more roundtable, a little bit more nerdy, perhaps. Today, it looks like the topic of conversation was Stella Outlaw um, and, and how you might be able to dive into that and, and enjoy that a little bit more than maybe you are now, Snake Eyes. You mean the round table? The round table, yes. So, uh, you know, hey, maybe maybe some people can go back and, and enjoy this and, and pick it up. And, and this is what we're doing now. We're not putting it behind... You know, I pay wall, so to speak. We looked at the statistics, uh, statistics, and we found that it was better for people to be able to enjoy it. So, so people who are supporting the show through gold patron supportage are doing so literally for the sake of supporting. They're not getting anything extra, so to speak. They're 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 getting their name being read. They're being recognized as supporters of the show. And for those people, I'm extremely humbled and grateful for their uh, for their continued support but for the content that they provide and the content that they contribute to it's free for all we've got no information here anymore that is paywalled or otherwise protected by a credit card so the show will be uploaded for everybody and that's why we call it our talking trek roundtable and it will be uploaded for everybody else to be able to listen to if you are interested in becoming a patron please visit our website talking trek stfc.online click the link to become a patron for five dollars or more you get your name read and um and you get to be a part of that gold. Plus, here on our Discord, you'll see right over there, you get your name highlighted in gold as a gold patron of the show. But the content rolls on. It is free, and it's available to the public. And this will be available as a separate podcast recording on iTunes and Google and Spotify and Stitcher and Podbean and all those. It'll be marked uh, explicit since we we might have been a little bit loose with our language, but uh, it'll be marked that way. But nonetheless, you can download it and listen and uh, and have that available to you. In the meantime, for all these uh, those of you who stuck it out and hung out and hopefully absorbed, absorbed some extra information, thank you for hanging out. Appreciate you listening. Thank you for downloading the podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one right here. The Talking Trek Roundtable is a part of the Talking Trek podcast and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host, and we will see you this coming Sunday. Love you, mean it. Happy holidays, folks. Bye-bye.